0: Welcome to Life Church of Mobiles Audio Podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy.
1: Today we're talking about a, a thriving, we're talking about a, a thriving church. We're talking about a, a church that is alive and full of power. We're talking about open doors. Everybody say open doors. We'll just jump in right where we kind of left off. I'm not going to try to re-preach it all, but we'll try to shuffle it a little bit. And if I can have your attention for the next 30 minutes, I believe God has some powerful things to release. Not only in teaching, but in prophetic release in the house today. Are you ready to receive it and to release it? Ephesians 5.14, of course, we talked last week. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you life. The church of our day is rising up, and we must rise up. I want you to say with me, it's time to rise up. To rise up. We talked about rising up and hearing what the Spirit of God is saying. That is so important. And, and like I just touched on, the things that are happening right now in this city... Among the body of Christ and especially here I just have such a sense that the Spirit of God is speaking. We talked about that last week. But as we rise up and hear what the Spirit of God is saying, realize that right now as we are having church here over in Jerusalem and in the surrounding areas and in northern Israel where Teddy is, Teddy May is there right now, uh, Danny and Dealey Hill are there. Irene and Saver are there ministering. They are celebrating right now the beginning of Rosh Hashanah. It is, see it goes from evening, there. it's six it's almost 7 o'clock in the evening over there. And so Rosh Hashanah has begun. But not only that, listen to this, it's also the last day of the year of Jubilee, all this is happening today, and it's the beginning of the Hebrew year five seven seven seven. And there's just so much going on right now, and I'm just saying, all of that, you know. Let's hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Let's be sensitive to what God's Spirit is doing, guys. I sent y'all a video this morning. I don't. This a real short clip. Do y'all have that? Go ahead and play that greeting. Let's, while we're talking about that, this will be a great time for us to get a, a blessing and a greeting from... Uh... From right over there in the land of Israel, right now.
0: Shalom, dear brothers and sisters, um, Pastor Skari, Brother Dick, and all the Life Church greetings and big, big shalom from Israel, Carmiel, from our home. We are celebrating today a new year, Jewish New Year, and we are so happy to have Dylan, Danny Hale, and Brother Teddy with us. You're sending the best of Life Church. Uh, to be with us these days. We are so excited and so blessed to say that God is doing mighty things here in Israel, in Galilee, in and We had a powerful conference yesterday. And I want to thank all of you, each and every one, for every prayer. For your support, for your love, for just being with us, standing for us, we love you. And it's very, very precious for our hearts and for God's heart, I believe. Uh, It's an exciting time in Israel. It's the beginning of revival, we believe. God is opening up doors, and you are playing a big part in it. We love you, we bless you. Let the Lord God of Israel bless you and keep you. Shalom.
1: Woo! Well, I feel that. Thank God. Rise up and hear what the Spirit is saying. Rise up in our identity. We are this is a very special place. In Revelation 3, he said, I'm going to write on him. Uh, The name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from heaven from my God, and I will write on him a new name. We are what he says we are, and we are who God says we are. We can do what God says we can do. Somebody say amen. Amen. We are a diverse house. Did you hear what I said? It's reflected. Look around. This is a diverse house. We're rising up in our identity. Galatians 3, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen. Give God thanks for that. I love a church where people are joined together. Do life together, go after their dreams together, pray, worship, grow, change, grow through the seasons of life, and just love Jesus. This house is a homogenized house. You know what that means? That means it's blended. And thank God. We celebrate the diversity. We see that as something to be celebrated. No. Our goal is to be is to bridge racial. Gender, socioeconomic, generational gaps to build a community where different people can relate together in a spirit of love and unity. Give God praise for the house. <laughs> Ephesians 4 says this, make every effort to, to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. It takes effort to keep that spirit of unity. Amen. And I know, listen, some people misinterpret this scripture. How can two walk together? except they be agreed. You know what most people believe about that? Well, if we don't agree about everything, we can't walk together. That's not what that's saying. It's saying where we do agree, we can walk together. We agree Jesus is Lord. We agree he is coming soon. We agree these are the last days. We agree about so much. Those are things we can agree on. And though we may not agree on every little thing, let's guess what? We agree that Jesus is the answer. He is coming soon. And we are his church. Somebody say amen. And so we can dwell in that common purpose. But we're also called to go, to rise up, and this is what we talked about last week, to go through those doors of opportunity. He said, I see your works. I know your works, Revelation 3. I've set before you an open door. Everybody say, open door. door. I've set before you an open door. No one can shut it for you have a little strength you've kept my word and you have not denied my name i'm not going to re-preach what we did last week but doors you can walk through through obedience can be opened you can open doors through your obedience can i get an amen amen you know we're encouraging our children to come in at 11:30 today to be a part of this to participate in this and we're excited about that and so we had our grandkids over some of you here last sunday you heard susan she had this idea And I I said, well, give your kids and your grandkids some money so they can give in the offering. And Susan said, I got a better idea. Let them work and earn some money and then give it. That's a great idea. It's a whole lot easier to give away somebody else's money than it is yours. (laughs) Did you hear me, United States government? (laughs) Mm. Oh, boy, I better not pause there. We'll get sideways and never... (laughs) Well, anyway, so we had our grandkids over after school Thursday and uh, we keep, usually keep them on Thursday afternoon and evening while Ryan and Jackie are ministering and some of the bridge stuff that you see is going on. And so we got, we got them in, got them, you know, settled in and, and I said, okay, t- this afternoon, you guys, let's, let's go to work and, you know, you're going to earn some money because we got a special offering Sunday and we want you guys to earn some money. So I said, we got leaves to get up. You can help Papa take the trash down. Friday morning's trash collection day, you can do that. Susie said, you can help me fold clothes." So I took them outside, Brother Bill, and got them going, and then they're getting leaves going, and they're about, about 30 minutes later, 30, 45 minutes of uh, taking trash and getting leaves up. I looked over and Lucy <laughs> my little four-year-old granddaughter, our little four-year-old granddaughter, Lucy, was sitting in a chair. And I said, "Lucy, come on, there's more, there's more to get up." She looked at me and she said, "Papa." I want to get money but I don't like this I'm really sweating it's called work Lucy it's called work America glory to God There are doors that you can open through your obedience. We looked at at Ruth. Ruth started gleaning in a field. She did what she could. Ruth chapter 2, verse 3. She left and went and gleaned in a field after the reapers. I'm not going to re-preach that, but I'll tell you this. Some days and sometimes and a lot of times, there are times when you have to do what you have to do, not what you want to do. Even within your God calling, even within your gifting, there are going to be times when you got to get up and do what you have to do, not what you want to do, and not what you necessarily like to do. That's called faithfulness and that's called diligence. And you can open doors through your diligence. Ruth, I guarantee you, she didn't necessarily get excited about being out there begging, picking up scraps getting leftovers up, but she did it. And watch this. Here's the thing. I wish all of America could hear me. I wish everybody could hear this word today. She not only did it, She did it with a good attitude. She did it with a great attitude. She said, I'm going into this field and I'm going to glean. But I tell you this, who knows? I might find favor. She did it in faith. She didn't look out at Boaz when he rode up. Watch this. Look at that rich guy. Here I am out here doing this and look at him riding up on his horse and looking at I tell you what, this is wrong. This is just not right. She went in there, bless God, believing God for favor and for the hand of God on her life. She was not jealous. She was not envious. She stayed in faith. And here's what I've discovered. If you will do what you have to do, there'll be seasons where it will take you where you get to do what you want to do. Well, I don't know if anybody else got anything out of that, but I did. And here's what we said last week. God can hide a great opportunity in a very common task. But there are doors that requires also, there are doors that requires keys, that require a key. How I many have keys to your house, keys to your car? There are doors that are only open if you have a key. The Word says, Jesus said, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. Keys grant access. There are increased keys. Increased keys are keys like give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. You have talents. Your talents, as you use your talents and give of your talents, that's a key to open doors. Your gifts are keys to open doors. And here it is. Something you have been given will be used to unlock something you have been promised. Anybody receiving that today? A widow did it in 1 Kings 17. Boy, I can't preach long on this, but I've got I've to share it with you. This key turned a poor woman into a miracle woman. She went from poverty to plenty, from famine to abundance. Let's look at it. 1 Kings 17. Then the word of the Lord came to him, to the prophet, saying, arise and go to Zarephath which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. Most of you know this story, but watch this. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Most of us would think, boy, if God's got a provision for me, it's going to come through this person or that person. This is the most likely person. But God said, no, I am raising up a widow. He will use the least. To work the greatest miracle. Somebody say amen. That's who our God is. He said, I've commanded. That, that shows you how God can work a widow there to provide for you. So he arose. He went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, there was, uh, there was a widow gathering sticks. He called to her and said, "Please, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And boy, get this. This is so subtle, but it's so powerful. And as, (laughs) oh my, you need to underline this in your Bible. And as she was going to get it, she stepped out. She stepped out in obedience. Boy, and she's getting ready to come into the blessing in her life. She stepped out in obedience. As she went to get it, he called to her and said, While you're doing that, bring me something to eat, too. So she said, As the Lord God lives, I do not have bread and only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. I'm going to gather a couple of sticks that I may go in, prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. I want everybody to say, I will not live my life. With a spirit of fear. He said, do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. If CNN, Fox, MSNBC, CBS had been around during those days, this prophet would have been absolutely called out on the national news and embarrassed and publicly ridiculed. Here is a widow woman who has just a little bit, and he, he tells her, I tell you what, I know you just got a little bit left, but here's what I want you to do. Go make me something to eat first and bring it here. How horrible. And I just got to be honest with you, real honest. I don't know if I could have done that. I don't know if I could have done that or not. I mean, I'd have had to, oh, Jesus, help me. Lord, I mean, here, you know, if there's somebody sitting out there, a little widow woman, and she's only got $10 left of her name, and she's got a water bill or a power bill or something, and I'm like, I tell you what, sister, you bring it to the church first. My goodness, they'd be lined up. Every, f- the, every channel in town would be out here after me. Somebody say Faith. He said, do not fear and do as you said, but make me a small cake from it first, bring it to me, and afterwards make some for yourself and your son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flowers shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went her way and did according to the word of Elijah. Wow. And she and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah. Elijah was a seed faith faith prophet. He knew that her seed was a key to her miracle harvest. Somebody say, I've got seed seed. and I I won't eat my seed. I'll sow it. Amen. There are doors that open through our obedience, but listen to this. And boy, this is where we're going to probably get, have to stop today. I'm going to have, I got 15 minutes and I want us to release this prophetically into this house today. Because I believe it is the season that we are in. It is where we are. And by the way, I want to just stop here and say thank you for those that are giving in, in obedience today. You've heard from God, you've prayed, you've sought God, and you're giving in obedience. I got a text this morning, and I I just blessed my heart so much. And they said, Brother Scotty, uh, you know, we normally give online. Do you want us to give online, or would you like us to bring it today? I said, well, man, if i got a choice, just bring it on to the house today, because I just feel like, you know, and we're going to pray over the online giving as well, too. So just don't, don't get upset about that. But what I'm saying was, and then they said this. They said, we are so excited about giving today. Do you know how rare that is? Not in this house. It's not rare. They said, we are so ex-. You know what most people get excited about getting that's the world's way. This widow got excited. I believe in my spirit. Elijah had a vision. She had a vision. You can get excited about giving because you see that it is a seed that is going to open doors to increase in your life. Somebody say, I receive that word. There are doors that are on a timer. They only open at certain times. Faith in God includes faith in his timing. Somebody say Amen. But I want us to have a prophetic release over this house today regarding timing. I sense it in my spirit, man. I sense it. Psalm 102, verse 13. Boy, Bob, you you were sharing a prophetic word with me this week. And it has come alive on the inside of me. And so prophetically, I want us to release it over this house today and over you. Not just this house, but over you. Psalm 102, verse 13 says this. You will arise. And have mercy on Zion. What's this? For the time to favor her, yes, the set time. Somebody say with me, the time has come. Now is the time to make a prophetic declaration over our house, over our city, over our lives, over our country, over everything that is under our stewardship Now is the time of unrelenting favor. In fact, I want all of us to say it out loud today, prophesy it and speak it not only over this house, but over everything that your hand touches and everything that we walk in. Somebody say with me, now Now is the time time of unrelenting favor. How many of you believe that? And here's the thing, even though we're closing out the year of jubilee, Jesus is our jubilee. Whew. This is the season of God's favor. I believe it, Bob. Those doors that open on timers, this is the time. You know, Moses was, he was tending the sheep for 40 years on the backside of the desert, living, living out in the wilderness, really. And after 400 years of slavery to Egypt, the Bible says that the children of Israel begin to cry out to the Lord. They begin to finally say, you know what, we don't want to live like this any longer. And let me just say this, I believe that we're in a season right now in this country where the prayers are rising up like incense, where people are saying, enough is enough. We don't want to live like this anymore. God, we need you to divinely intervene. We need you to step in. It is time for God to step in and have divine intervention once again to see the spirit of the living God rule and reign in this nation like never before, crying out for a move of the spirit of God that will birth genuine revival in our churches, in our cities, and in our country. Somebody give God praise and say amen. Woo. We're crying out like the children of Israel did Lord move And I believe this is the time They cried out and they said The children of Israel said we need a deliver And of course God begins to speak to Moses their, their, their prayer was heard The set time of deliverance The set time of favor had come And look in, in, in Exodus chapter 3 I've got to move along it says this, I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in its midst. And after that, he will let you go, talking about Pharaoh. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall be, watch this, oh my God, somebody underline this in your Bible. Oh, listen, when you go, you will not go. I said, "What you coming out of? You're not coming out of empty-handed." Every woman shall ask of her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near her house, "Give me your silver and give me your gold, even your clothes, getting all up in the sister's closet." Boy, you are messing around when you're doing that. What I'm talking about you'll put them on your sons and on your daughters and you're going to plunder the Egyptians. This was a time for them when everything began a divine reversal. I want you to say with me this morning, it's time time for a divine reversal. Now, here's the thing. I know some of you are saying, Brother Scott, I just don't see it. We're prophesying it. We're releasing it. I believe by faith today, the Spirit of God is speaking and we are prophesying it and we are releasing it. This is a time when everything is turning around for the good. Enough of, uh, is enough. The cup of iniquity is full and it's time for a move of the Spirit of God. The bowls of incense are before His throne. That, are, that, that is the prayers of God's people are full and it is the set time for God to release His favor in Jesus' name. Call it 2016 going into 2017 or call it the Hebrew year of 5777, but it is time. Somebody say, it is time. And just like it was for the children of Israel in that Egyptian captivity, we're going to plunder the enemy, and I believe in Jesus' name, I am prophesying that we're going to bankrupt the economy of darkness. And here's what God was declaring over his people. Boy, some of you watch this. This is so powerful. As they came out, God declared over them, I'm giving back all that was stolen from the generations. How many of you feel like you got some things back there generationally that were stolen from you? It can be finances, but it can be even more than that. God is saying, I'm giving back all that was stolen from the generations. And now look at Exodus 11. Got 10 minutes. And the Lord said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. Afterward, he'll let you go from here. And when he lets you go, he will surely drive you out of here altogether. And here is the important part I want you to see. The next verse says this, or the next speak now Some of us are waiting till we see it to speak. God says, speak now. Speak now. Don't wait till you see it to say it. Say it, release it and you'll see it. Oh, come on. I've... Speak now in the hearing of the people. That's what we're doing in this house today. Speak now in the hearing of the people. And let every man ask from his neighbor and every woman from her neighbor. There it is again, articles of silver and articles of gold. I am saying to you today, now is the set time of favor. Speak now now is the time for the prophets of God to speak, speak now. And I'm not talking about prophets who are necessarily in the office of a prophet. I am talking about the fact that the spirit of the living God lives in every born again believer. And it is time for them to rise up, open their mouth, begin to speak and begin to prophesy. I'm talking about the restoration of everything that was lost in generations back. It is time for God to have a people that will rise up and speak in the midst and in the face of conflict in the face of symptoms, in the face of bankruptcy, in the face of being homeless, in the face of not having your needs met, who will rise up and declare, thus saith the Lord God, it shall be as God had said. Devil, take that. Are y'all here this morning? But it was a prophetic promise that they had to hear and they had to actively believe. They had to believe God for that breakthrough. But Here's the thing. During this set time of favor, and this is important. This is why I felt led in my spirit for the families, the kids to come in. During this uh, uh, set time of favor, whole families walked together out of the past yeah. and headed to their promised land I'm telling you, and they may not physically be here today, but in the spirit, I saw it this week, and my goodness, the hair stood up, and I got a lot of it. (laughs) Thank God. I felt it so strong, I had chill bumps. Whole families walked out together, headed to their promised land. I want you to say with me today, I'm coming out, out. my family's coming with me, and we're taking spoils with us. Boy, I hope hope you're saying that. I hope you're believing that. They walked out and headed to their promised land. I want to challenge you. Believe God for your whole family to walk free during this season of breakthrough. I am saying in Jesus' name, addictions are broken off of your sons and daughters. The the prodigal is coming home. The wayward is coming home. I said the wayward is coming home. Addictions are broken. Healing is released. Prosperity. The spirit of death. The spirit of debt, the spirit of death is broken in Jesus' name. Wow. I'm talking about a season of breakthrough. Now, I am believing that whole families are going to walk free from their past bondages. That means I am free from my slave master, free from my taskmaster. You know what, you know what cost Pharaoh his life? His inability to see the children of Israel as anything but slaves. He couldn't see them as anything but the way He had known them. He couldn't see them coming into a new place. He couldn't see them walking into a new arena. He couldn't see them... Like God saw them. And because of that, it cost him his life. I tell you this the most important person that needs to see you is how God sees you. It is not how your family sees you, it's not how everybody else sees you and what everybody else thinks about you. How does God see you? Bless God, I'm going to tell you, you are a son or a daughter of the Most High God, made in his image and likeness, created to rule and reign in Jesus' name. Somebody say, Amen. amen three minutes. Help me, Jesus. Glory be to God. You know, life may be preaching one message to you through the voice of bankers, through the voice of creditors, problems or whatever, but I'm going to tell you what. Today, I am releasing the report of the Lord. This day, I bring to you the report of the Lord, and here it is. I declare to you and I prophesy to you this day. God has prepared and plan something far greater for you than you've been able to dream up yourself. God's day of unrelenting favor is on you in Jesus' name, and it's on this house. Somebody say, Amen. amen. This moment, right now. Has been prepared by Jehovah God For you, for us This is the moment that God's favor Will begin to move in an unprecedented way The generations Are waking up And they are coming alive Speak now Everybody say speak now Prophesy again what God has declared Over your life, over your family And then Exodus 14, 13 said this, stand and see the salvation of your God. The enemy you see today, you will see no more. The set time for their freedom had come. And here it was, Matt, all of this was done with one really powerful purpose. He said, I want you to go now and worship me. It was always about worshiping God. Let my people go that they may worship me. The set time of favor is not just for you to receive, but it's also for you to give. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. I declare to you today that you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Exodus 12 says this, and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. Closing with this. First closing. (laughs) Are there people in this house today who would say, I have been through some hard seasons in my life. One or two of us. Has God brought you through and have you made it here today? You're watching online. If God's brought you through and you've made it here today, you have been through things, and for some of you, you thought you'd never be able to make it through it. You thought it was, the darkness was so great. You thought it was so hard, I'll never be able to get through this. But I'm going to tell you something. God has brought you through. He has been faithful to you. And now you are about to receive something that you have never had before. Hey. I am releasing that. I am stirring it in this house. Brother Scotty, what are you talking about? I am saying it is time to be bold. It is time to be strong. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It is time to be courageous. For God says, for the set time of favor has come. How many believers are in this house? I want you to say with me this morning, arise, shine, The set time, time. favor, Favor. supernatural, Supernatural. favor Favor. Is is here. Come on, somebody. Oh, dear Lord. Speak now. Be bold. Be strong. Be courageous. These are all things that we've talked about over the last few weeks. For the set time of God's favor has come. And I prophesy over us today. We look around at the world, at where we are, the things that are going on in the world, and I tell you, it can be easy to get overwhelmed. I don't know what the stock market's going to do. I don't know what's going to happen in November. I don't know all of those things. I don't know all the details. But I do know this. If God can deliver Israel from Egypt, from bondage, people who had nothing until that time of Exodus, they were slaves in a foreign land working for somebody else, just surviving. If God can turn it around for them, he can turn it around for you and for me and for the church in this hour. He is the God of the turnaround. He is the God of the supernatural. He is the God who makes a way where there is no way. And I say to you again, God has saved the best for Thanks
0: again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at lightchurchmobile.com.